Hello, everyone. Welcome to New Music Muse. This is episode two. I want to welcome my special guest, Dennis Love. What's up, Hello, Dennis? Hello, everyone. Bro? Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Super excited. Uh, you know, always love sitting down and talk about our passions. So uh, can't wait to get to it. So, yeah, the first question I'm going to ask you is, I noticed that on your Spotify bio, it says, formerly Young Turk. And now you're known as Dennis yeah. Love. So how was that transition for you? Like, what was that transition from Young Turk to Dennis Love in terms of your music, your style, um, and even your personality? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's been such a ride. It's been crazy. I I had a lot of fun as Young Turk. I started out as Young Turk when I was in high school, a senior. And right now I'm 23. So as you can tell, that rebrand kind of phase took a while. But I mean, I was really enjoying it for a long time. And um, I mean, I even toured under Young Turk before I rebranded. And I mean, it was great. Like, you, you're right. There, there's like a personality change, but it's more like about maturing. And so um, not just that, but also kind of expanding my skill set as far as like a musician goes. I mean, I was experimenting with things in the studio and I was hearing so much potential and I was making these songs that, you know, sometimes I would do where I would just make a song and I, I would be like, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do with this, but I'm, I'm, ex I'm exercising my creative um, aspect. And so um, pretty much what I did was I was like, dude, this, this doesn't sound like Young Turk. This sounds like a completely different, different artist. And a lot of the things that I was running into as Young Turk were kind of beginning to frustrate me, you know, certain things that I didn't like about hip hop and uh, certain things that I didn't like about my stage name, certain things that I didn't like about my brand. Um, a lot of, you know, things that were kind of just like boxing me in and I felt like out of control um, in my own element. And so I wanted to kind of, you know, tell a new story, tell a story that resonated with people more um, because Young Turk was so fun. And it was it was a part of my life where I was performing so many different places like clubs, um, parties just all like in front of crowds, hundreds and hundreds of people. And I would learn to realize that like, that those people wouldn't go home and like think about Young Turk. Those people wouldn't go home and like, you know, they wouldn't be fans for life. They just shared that moment with me, which is, which is one thing I love because one thing about music that I really love is just sharing live experiences with people, but also having that like sit with them and them, take that with them right and so I I felt that disconnect um as I matured and realized that it was time to do something bigger that's cool I I, I appreciate that transition I think I think every artist kind of goes through that and maybe like rebranding was the answer for you because I think for me I think Dennis Love it really sticks with me. You know, I, rem I would remember that name, like Dennis Love. Like it just, it has a ring to it. And I think rap has kind of developed into something that it wasn't years ago. Like now it's kind of like, you know, there's a lot of more, there's a lot more singing in it. And I yeah. think with your music that I've noticed is that it has that rappy kind of tone to it, but it's also that nice singing, that nice flow and the yeah. catchiness and I really love that and I I totally agree with you how 
performances really do set the mood for an artist. They really are the reason that people connect to an artist. And if you feel that you can't have that connection with an audience, like as the performer that you were, I think that it's so important to be who you truly are as an artist. And I personally love your music. I want to talk about Lost Track. Thank you. I've been having that song on repeat and on my playlist and I, it's so catchy to me and I just love the lyricism in it. I think, I think it also has a really good message. Can you explain like what the message you were going for with that song was? Yeah. Um, that one was really special. I loved writing it because I actually, right before I rebranded, I was like, man, or before I like, I mean, I had planned this rebrand. And I was dropping the first two songs of my rebrand, like, a week before I wrote this. And these songs were written, like, for a while. Like, they, they're what I planned to rebrand around. But I, it was August, like, of last year. And I'm a student at University of Houston. And so I was, like, or it was, like, July or August, and I, late July. And I was, like, damn, bro. Like, I've always wanted to go on, like, a solo trip. I've always wanted to go on vacation, like by myself. You know, uh, I've heard a lot of stories about artists who like lock themselves in a cabin and come out with like an album. But I wanted to do something like a little quicker because I didn't have much time. And I had a week before school was starting, before my rebrand was happening. And I was like, fuck, dude, I have like really like four solid days to like pull a trip out of my ass. And so I'm in Texas and there's this place like in West Texas called Big Bend National Park. And Big Bend is a lot like Arizona with like all the canyons, but it has a like little desert vibe and very natural uh, canyon and uh, super, super like isolated out in nature. You can see all the stars type place. And I was like, fuck it, dude, like Big Bend is where I got to go. And so I go to Big Bend and I know I'm going to want to like write some music and stuff, but I don't really force it because like, I'm trying to just get out in nature and like, I'm kind of just like, I, I started like meditating a lot. That's what I've been doing. And that's what's actually helped the rebrand because I kind of like went inward instead of like looking outward for those, those gratification type things that Young Turk really liked. And I found so much fulfillment with meditation. And so once I went out there, I wrote Lost Track and I wrote it about those times that and it just came to me it was you know I didn't really try but that's where the best songs like you know happen like and the message just to get back to your question was more about those times that kind of just like pass you by effortlessly when you kind of just get lost in the moment and you're not thinking about any responsibilities you're not thinking about what you have to do tomorrow it's just about you and those people you spend the time with whether it be a romantic, you know, time or just your loved ones, your friends, or even just yourself, it's about, you know, losing track of the time and just being completely in the moment, um, you know, during that experience. I think meditating is all about being in the moment. And I think it's super yeah. hard for a lot of people to be in the moment now, especially with, you know, this overtake of technology in our society and I think by going to a place filled with nature, that's probably the best experience you could actually, you know, connect with yourself and connect with your artistry. So Lost Track, like when I first heard it, I thought it was like kind of like a breakup song. But now that you explain it, 
you know, I think people always kind of assume, you know, songs are about love, but in reality, they can mean something so much deeper. And I love how you said, you do you, I'll do me in the song. And I think that's such an important message for people to understand that like life is a journey. You're on your own path. And if people don't like what you do, that's their problem. And that's what, that's what I am trying to go for as Dennis Love, because when the name like hit me, I realized that I wanted to use the word love in my stage name because I want to normalize that word out of outside of a romantic context and so this is the story that I'm trying to tell because um, obviously everyone's first thought is going to be romance right they're going to think love or breakup like you mentioned Um, but when I use the word love I am trying to you know tell a story that says we should carry love with us wherever we go and whatever we do and whoever we cross paths with um, even, you know, just with yourself, with your enemies, with your friends, with your family, you know, just all your surroundings. I mean, with your possessions, with your, you know, with the world. Right. And so um, that's one thing that I want, you know, that's one thing I'm working on as in my songs to kind of just implement and make people think about more um as I settle into that rebranding that I'm doing I think that's a beautiful message you know people are always overlooking the significance of love and they're always kind of putting it into a box like romanticism but there's Mm -hmm. a deeper level level to that Mm -hmm. and um I just love how you connected that into your name and you're kind of putting that into your music now because I think that's a totally different vibe than your um former name young turk and i want to kind of talk about your style of music how would you describe your style of music and what can we expect next from dennis love like what type of music are you working on now yeah i'm working on similar stuff um i would describe it you know if we have to like you know like search for playlists or like you know write it up and in like industry like words and terms it's very hard because one publication just described it as like singing rap and like put me in like a r&b like pop uh category while like mtv news described it as indie pop which is what i kind of prefer it but i just kind of want people to i mean i want it to be its own thing and that's why it's cool that it's not like too easy to put you know, a pin on. Um, but I think the, the reason I like the word indie pop for it is because pop is so, everyone knows what pop is. Pop is what's on the radio, right? But yeah. indie pop, indie pop is that counterculture style music where it's uplifting like pop is, but it's different from the mainstream in the sense that it's very tasteful which obviously what's on the radio is for your average listener who doesn't probably have a subscription to Spotify and, you know, care about music or have a, have a deeper taste like people, people like us. And so that's why I like the word indie in the pop, because it kind of, it kind of 
implements that that categorize of of counterculture um that i'm kind of going for i think there are a lot of mainstream artists that are kind of you know taking that route with the indie pop and the just the indie culture i think it's so important to focus on the independent culture because it really is where the real artistry comes from and i think that like that's where i come in like where i'm like there are so many artists out there just trying to get their name out, you know, trying to show people like this is a different type of style of music. This is a yeah. different type of culture. I think it's on the indies on the forefront of of just being different, like you mentioned, and also sure. on the forefront of like raw emotion and feeling. And so, you know, there's just so much there's so much passion in that community. Um, whether it's like indie rock or bedroom pop or anywhere in the like indie realm, like they, they have another one called shoegaze that I really like. Um, but it's all, it's all indie and indie is cool because yeah, it is like against what's normal (laughs) and it is like new and it feels like the genre that's kind of gaining a lot of momentum with the the people our age and younger just because just because of how raw and how you know passionate it is there's a lot of passion in that type of music and I think that community is gaining a lot of traction and I think that's I think that's the future of the music industry yeah me too and I'm (laughs) I'm glad you know I'm I'm really glad because I think I think what you said is right. Like it's so much more tasteful and meaningful. Yeah. I think it just resonates with people a lot. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like everyone has their own taste, you know, like, I mean, I just like good music. Like if there's R and B, if there's, yeah, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a place and time for every music. If you want to go to a rave and go crazy, like, yeah, I've been to raves. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Me too. Like, I think there's, um, I think what it is like, sometimes like the indie world can get a bad rap because it's like oh it's so picky it's so you know my taste is better than yours but in reality like people who listen to indie music listen to mainstream music too like I listen to everything pretty much and like I don't limit myself to one genre what are some artists that inspire you and inspire your style of music I love this question because a lot of people who ask me like expect me to say someone big that they've heard of (laughs) and and I've I've had a tough time describing this thought process up until recently because I realized that like I don't like to listen to so many like huge people who are so popular because I like to listen to the next big thing I like to listen to the person who's 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 figuring themselves out but gaining so much momentum that I've found them, you know? And so I think everyone there's... kind of likes to say like, oh, like, yeah, this was my little secret before everyone knew who they were, you know? Yeah. And so a lot of those people that I have just like on repeat or or like super into my rotation are like small, like haven't done tours yet that's crazy (laughs) and so um they're big enough to be like really good like big enough to be of course like much better than me a lot more streams 
Um, I look up to them like artistically. But yeah, one specifically I'll name that you should uh, check out. Everyone should check out. His name is Krush, C-R-O-O-S-H. Super talented hip hop, kind of like multi-genre artist. Fucking amazing. Like Chef's Kiss, this guy produces, plays guitar, like drums. Um, he's like got millions of streams, but he's not he's not huge yet. And another one I really like recently is named Fiji Blue. They're like an oh, indie. I've heard of them, yeah. And I, I like this guy named uh, he used to be called Mike Stud, but I really like his rebrand. And his name is just Mike now. It's Mike with a period, M I K E. Really nice vocals, really cool production. Uses a lot of guitar, um, hip hop, like pop crossover with a lot of acoustic that reminds me of country and um you know these are all like (laughs) under the radar dudes can you tell us about the mtv news how that happened like how did that come to be yeah i mean that was that felt awesome just to kind of like have someone with that big of a name really um you know just show love to you just like kind of give you that credibility um it just it just kind of told me to like keep going and it felt great um but it came it came about because um I hired a publicist and I had like a a free month like first free month and they were just like you know what we're gonna like give you first month for free and I was like dude sick like let's get working. Right. And so I think, I think they're just very selective and they kind of like choose, which I, I would tell like every artist to, to kind of do something like this because I firsthand, like tell me right now, first month, like I got, I had a free trial and <laughs> had, this, uh, had this work for me. And so they were like, yeah, we want to put it on the website uh, in like two weeks. Does that work for you? And I was like, what do you mean? Does that work for me? Like, <laughs> is that even a question? I played it I played it cool I was like yeah that works for me (laughs) yeah but then I was like but then I but then I was like after I said that I was like dude I don't have a music video I was like I don't want to be on MTV like without a music like that's what they're like that's what they're Mm -hmm. like started for right and so I put this music to video together like in a week and it came out immaculate absolutely in love with it what was the song yeah it was called talk to me um it's another one of those where you kind of think it's about like, like romance, but then it's really about like some, this one is more like spiritual and trippy and it's more about like a conversation with the universe or like a meditative I like that. Like experience, a meditative experience with the, um, with the heavens and shit. When you're looking for an answer and you're kind of like, you're looking for a sign to describe like your feeling and so that's kind of what i was going for it's almost like you're looking for an answer to a question like you've been always been asking you know what i'm saying yeah i think that's a really relatable concept you know a lot of people are just i think especially at this age in your 20s you have so many questions for the universe and you're just like what the fuck does this all mean what the fuck is growing up and i think that's really important to put that authenticity in music yeah so i want to thank you for that for sure and i think it's dope that you got a break from um mtv that's sick i couldn't believe i I knew they were going to write the article but i didn't 
know that they were gonna like tweet at me so many times and like be like gender love on our thing and then they made a little video on their instagram story of like my music video in like a story format with like this edit with the lyrics like coming down and like part of the article like written quotes and the wow that's story. that must have felt so, so cool. good to see you were probably like whoa like I was super like geeked that. and I was super geeked and I never had my fan base so like hyped for me they were like I'd never seen them that engaged and I'm just happy like you know that played a lot of part in my momentum for this new release and it's gonna just add a lot of like credibility moving forward so it felt great I want to ask you, what was your favorite song that you've ever recorded? And what lyric do you think that you've written in your career as Dennis Love that is most relatable to you and your existence? I would say Lost Track right now. And the lyric I really love is when I said in the bridge, that is never too late because... I repeated it twice right before the hook came back on again towards the end of the song. And I just like scream out like, it's never too late. Oh. And to me, it means a lot because not just the aspect of time in your life, but more about how nothing's ever a rush and that everyone's on their own journey. And so that kind of describes that process of just being on your own time and your own path and kind of just accepting that for what it is and and not trying to force yourself um, down a certain road or to do something maybe that you thought you always had to do. Um, It's more just about, you know, being in the moment, kind of like what the song says, but also embracing every moment for what it is. And so not not always just wanting more out of what you have, but just appreciating what's there, you know. And, and, and when you listen to that line, you don't think about all of those things. But when you when you have that feeling and when you start to like develop that awareness, um, those little things can make a huge difference in all aspects of your life, whether it be your relationships, whether it be, you know, with the way that you think of yourself, whether it just be with your aspirations and goals. And you can't just wake up and be in a rush to accomplish all your tasks and do all these things and overwhelm yourself because it's never too late. Yeah, life, life's too short, man. Like, and I think that can be really relatable. That can be really related to your career as, you know, changing from Young Turk to Dennis Love. Like, that's a crazy transition that, you know, you probably were like, what are my fans going to think of me, you know, as a different, you know, rebranded artist. And, and I think a lot of people can relate to the concept of like, you know, you know, people are so scared to change. They're afraid of change, but maybe embracing that change can be really good. And that's why I love the message of the song. Thank you. Um, yeah, it, it feels good to have like so much meaning like behind the songs. And that's why, you know, I'm just, I'm just happy to share. 
yeah, I think I think there's you know a significance in lyricism that a lot of people miss when they listen to just mainstream music and because you know like you're one artist you probably wrote this song I don't know did you write this song by yourself yeah absolutely yeah so like that that is authentic in itself you know like you're a songwriter you're also the artist and that's so you know it's it's really great when someone can just write their own words and just put it out into the world. What was the moment you realized music was something you were fully passionate about and wanted to put your all into? Well, it was back in high school when I like started just like recording myself. Um, because like a lot of people, they, when they, that, like a lot of people, like a lot of guys when they're younger, They'll freestyle just to have fun. People will put beats on, especially guys who enjoy music. They want to express themselves when they're enjoying it. And, you know, when we were younger, me and my friends would freestyle a lot. But I started writing, like, poems and songs, like, in middle school. But in high school is when I knew that I would freestyle and all of my friends would be, like, would be, like, I mean, I knew, like, I could freestyle, but but they would, like, they would pull me aside and be like, bro, you should like, like write a song or like, just try to like rap it or like record it. And it was my friends who kind of pushed me to realize like, Hey, I mean, that sounds fun. Like, dude, if you think I should do it, then <laughs> then I'll do it. <laughs> and I'm, I'll at least make the songs for us. And I started making the songs. They started kind of buzzing around my school. And by the end of my senior year, I ended up performing at my prom and I knew when I had that mic and I was on stage and performing at all these graduation parties and, and just having like a lot of spontaneous, like, you know, performances, I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, I don't care. I don't care really much about anything else. This is what bring gives me life, you know? And so that's when I started my journey was when I kind of just like experienced those moments with the people live, seeing the expressions on their face and being able to control their emotions for that moment, being able to kind of bring them life and transfer transfer that happiness um, was something I realized had a lot of potential in, in my fulfillment. And so- That's actually like, I think that's amazing that, you know, your friends encourage you to follow your dream and to actually put the dream in, in your head, like, you know, give you that idea. And it's so important to have a support system and especially, you know, and I think performing what you said, like there's an incredible control that you have over a crowd, like this crowd, all the attention is on you. Like you either, they completely love you or they completely hate you. Like there's, there's no going back, you know, and obviously it worked out for you for the future, like post COVID, you know, what are some performances that you have or like want to do or maybe I'm trying to do some live stream stuff before um, everything opens. Uh, Obviously I've I've been seeing some shows happen and I'm like, yeah, I guess someone's got to, I guess someone's got to start it. (laughs) So (laughs) that was my thought, but um, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to get go on tour. I didn't get to finish my last tour before COVID. I just like had one or two dates like cancel. Um, but 
what I want to do is find someone who's willing to like take me on tour as a, as an opener. I would love to do that for some of the, I think that's a lot. An, another reason I, I kind of look up to some of the guys who are like on the rise, um, people like Fiji blue who, you know, guys like that, where I'll, I'll try to put together just like my experience, send it to their tour managers and see um, if I'll get any like, you know, bites on the, the fish hook or whatever. But uh, that's one thing I'd really like to do is kind of, you know, open for someone's tour, get that experience, travel on the road. Um, because the last tour I did was small, but I was headlining it. And it was great, but I'd like to learn from someone and kind of have less pressure because as a headliner, you have like all the pressure, yeah. you know? And so being an opener would be nice. I mean, you planned this tour, like you planned this tour. Yeah, on, yeah, by I yourself. Wow. And I will say, I only have like five more minutes, but um, yeah, I did my last tour. Like I booked, planned, and organized all by myself. Um, wow, I have a little like kind of like business, little savviness. I I try to just learn from the best and kind of study, you know, how to do things, and so. Um, I, I also, like, like I mentioned, I'm a student at university of Houston. And so I'm a business management major and that's why I've been able to manage myself from young Turk all the way to where I am. And it kind of just gives me like, um, you know, foundational, um, perspective whenever I'm approaching this industry as a business. And so it really helped me out because I don't think I would have been able to, it would have taken me a longer time to figure out how to like book a tour and stuff. Um, because I actually just started only by booking individual shows and I would just rent out a venue, put that money down and make it all back. Plus more usually doubling the, the fees, you know, just by, just by charging people very little amount to, to show up and, kind of have fun you know for the night and so it's an investment it's an entrepreneurial thing a lot of people kind of a lot of artists forget about that um whenever they're whenever they're you know releasing their their art and their creation whether whether they want to monetize it or not some some i think a lot of artists say that they don't care about the business part but i think that's just because they're too uncomfortable with learning and kind of like taking those risks and being entrepreneurial about it yeah i think i totally agree with the entrepreneurial thing like this for me is an entrepreneurial investment yeah. you know of time and right. i think i think that's what's crazy about the independent you know experience you know you're on your own you're making you're trying to make it you're investing a lot and you know in the music industry it can be very you know, toxic because so much of like a label goes into the shows and all the the money that they invest in an artist. And, and for that yeah. reason, the artist doesn't you like always own their own work or, you know, get full credit. Um, so I think that's amazing that you did that all on your own. I think it's amazing that Thank you're you. still a student and you're making music and you're pursuing your career as an artist. Do you have any plans of making it out to LA? Yeah, I wanted to, you know, in the end, like after a lot of reflection and after seeing certain trends, 
Um, a lot of people are moving from LA. I mean, so the saturation there is real. Um, and it's something to consider whether you make it out there or not. I think, of course, I'll make it out to LA one day or another, yeah, right? You know, like yeah. one, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, but it's always it's like there, you know. There, yeah, it's always there. I mean, dude, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go on tour one day. Yeah. But but as far as like forcing myself there, right? Yeah. As far as like going there to chase something, um, there's definitely a lot of things I gotta consider. And it was 100%. definitely like, it was definitely a dream of mine, especially when I was still doing the hip hop thing. There were a lot of things that like, I was at, I was like dead on going to LA, but there are places now like Nashville and Austin. Atlanta, there's a lot of places like Austin, Texas and, and Nashville. Yeah, Austin. That man. I'm thinking, that I'm thinking about a mm. little, as much as LA. I'm thinking about as much as LA now. So any, so, any dream collabs? Yeah say post malone like if i'm dreaming <laughs> yeah post malone for sure that's that's like my my dad in the music industry <laughs> yeah i think everyone has kind of like a dad and a mom of like i would say like claro you know she's she's kind of like a mom you know oh yeah like a bedroom sure. pop especially like she's created uh, she's paved i feel like she's paved the way for like a lot of bedroom artists you know and that yeah. kind of genre yeah um, Dude, it's been a pleasure it's been a pleasure thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to be on my yeah, show dude. and i wish you the best of luck in your career and thank you so much again of course bro